All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Resonate Into Riches podcast. I am your host, Marquise, and I'm excited, man, just all that this podcast is doing and what it's going to do in the lives of people. I'm just truly blessed to be a part of what God is doing with this show. So I got another banger for y'all. I really do. This young lady, I've known her for many, many years, and I've just seen her transformation. So when it comes to resonating into riches, getting your vibe higher, getting in alignment, she truly embodies everything about that. So I definitely plan to ask her some good questions. Y'all can hear her heart, hear about her transformation, had an amazing physical transformation, and she teaches that and helps others. So I want to introduce y'all a sister of mine, truly a friend I've known for many years, and uh, she does so many things. She's a, a expert hair braider. Uh, I know she started a clothing line, and she's also a bodybuilder, y'all. You can't make this stuff up. So I want to dr- introduce to many of y'all today, my sis, Shamika. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? You you described everything about me. There's nothing needing. I don't even need to say anything. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> it's a whole lot. Shamika Merrill, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. So tell the people who you are, a little bit about what you do, and then we'll start the questions. My name is Shamika Merrill, and I've been doing hair for about 14 years. Um, I have a clothing line that I'm just starting. It's not all the way out there yet. God is still giving me ideas that I've been jotting down, and I'm super excited about that. I think I'm more excited now than before I even have the line because I know you know it's God gonna get all the glory for it and I'm super excited but yes I am a bodybuilder as well I have a great and amazing transformation to God be all the glory because if it weren't for him it would not have happened it would not have happened and also I believe it was a transformation in the transformation because not only did he transform my body but he also transformed my mind 100 percent fantastic so thank you for sharing that. Let's and we'll just we'll just piggyback off that. So uh, tell the people a little bit about you know your upbringing and things of that nature. Two parent home, one parent home. What type of things did you see? What type of environment helped shape at least the Shamika that I knew? And now you know how you got to this Shamika. Well, I was brought up in a single parent home, and um, I understand now that our parents back then weren't as knowledgeable as you know, this generation mm-hmm. parents was and they didn't know a lot of things that we know and their grandparents didn't know and their great great grandparents didn't know. And that's why God gave us the information and he called us chosen ones to go ahead and set the tone for our generation. So I'm one hundred percent grateful for that. So I do understand why we were and some of us still are the way we are through generational, you know, things that have been going on for years and years and years. And as far as transforming health wise even to the eating habits, we only knew what they knew, mm-hmm. which they fed us. So they didn't know no better, you know. So now that we have the information and knowledge, we can transform our kids and allow them to eat healthier. So as far as my upbringing, um, single parent home, my mom, she did the best she could with us. And I appreciate her. And sure. I, I see that God really used her, even though he called, you know, certain family members, sisters, and brothers who he did call, he give you a better understanding of why this happened and why that happened, which brings a peace of mind. It's it's a peace of mind to understand how everything went down when we were younger and how they were when they were growing up and 
you know, happiness. So I hear you keep saying, all right, so you have siblings? Yes, I do. You mind sharing how many siblings? Okay. Yes, five of us. I have a sister, Kiki, which you know. You know, Uh you've been knowing us for a long time. Yeah. My sister and I have four brothers. Yes. Wow. 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 Cool. Cool. So where do you fall in that? You the youngest, middle, where you at? I am the second from the last. Okay. Yes. I'm the second from the last. Cool. Mm -hmm. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I got some siblings as well. And it's, it's always interesting to see how we can all choose our different paths or how life can just bring us into different places and things of that nature. That's, that's always quite interesting. Um, it is. I want to transition into, first of all, hair braiding. You said you've been doing hair for 14 years. Tell me about that. Well, I, back then when, when I was young, I say about 13, 14, they didn't have phones. We had prepaid phones. I guess when, like when I turned 15 to 16, we couldn't use, we, it wasn't even unlimited until nine o'clock. That's how old <laughs> it go way back. I we forgot about that. Yeah. And you know, we had minutes and we said, I got to call you back. I got to call you after nine o'clock. So it's, we didn't, it so wasn't YouTube to teach us, they teach us to do anything. So I mm-hmm. knew it was a God given gift because I can't even remember how I started. I just mm-hmm. knew that I started doing my own hair. I can't remember who taught me. They were, it wasn't no YouTube to help us. My mm-hmm. sister didn't do hair. My brothers didn't, my mom didn't do hair. So mm-hmm. I knew it was God that gave me this gift. And if he, someone did help me or you used to help me, I can't remember. I can't remember. I've been doing it for 14 years and I just, every day I ask the Lord to increase my gift because I know I can be better even after 14 years. Mm. So that, that, yeah, it amazes me today. (laughs) When did you start? When did you, when did you start? First of all, when did you start charging people? And then at this point, so first, so it's two questions. When did you start charging people? And then when did you start charging more of what you're worth? Because I know a lot of times in our community yeah. coming from a poverty mindset or lack, oh, girl, just give me $20, yes. just give me $50. Until you yes, get to a shoot. point that's like, well, shoot, hold on. The shop charging fine. Well, let me at least yeah. get phone. You know? Yes. So when, when did you start charging people? And then when would you say you start raising your prices to something that was more worthwhile? Well, when... At first, I was doing my hair, so I knew it was, I had friends when I was in high school, and I would do their hair. And you know, we always did our friends' hair for the low. It was always undermined twenty dollars, thirty dollars here. And I guess when I got to high school, I say about eleven and twelfth grade, I started charging, but it wasn't that. It was I was only about seventeen, so I only I thought that it was worth that much. You know, being at I didn't provide hair back then. They was buying their own hair. You know, I didn't know how long nothing took. I just knew to do it. So I say about when I got to 11 or 12th grade, I started like charging people to do hair, but it was, it wasn't on the level it is today at all. Nowhere near compared to the value of hair today. When I, I say when I got about 21, because I, it was a time where I stopped doing hair because I, mm. I was nursing for about five or six years. So I wasn't doing hair because in our generation that I was growing up, I was fear of not having a job. So 
they told me, well, if you become a nurse, you will always have a job. That's what everybody says. So I did that for about five or six years. And I wasn't really living up to my true potential with doing hair. I stopped for a while. And then once I, you know, God started bringing people back in my life. Mika, you still do hair? And I'd be like, yeah, I still do it. And once the overflow came and I was making more money doing hair than I was at work, I was taking off days at work because I said, wow, I'm going to get $60 for working a part-time job making $10 an hour. We're not going to do six braids for $60 and make more than that. So once I started to see what was best for me, I just stopped nursing completely and I continued to grow in my gift. So from I that point it. on... Therefore, on I never stop doing it. I never stop doing it, and I thank God every day for this gift because it won't for me. I, if it won't for him, I wouldn't be nowhere. I wouldn't for have sure. nothing. I believe that. I believe that. So, <laughs> since we're talking about that, if you don't mind sharing, what would you say your best month ever? As long as you can remember, you've been doing hell. What would you say the best month ever you what you did financially doing hell? It's, it will be two seasons, tax time and school, going back to school. Okay. So would you say you probably did something like five figures before? Five figures. Ten grand, uh, anything 10 grand up to 99K? Um, Within a month? Within one month. Ten, yeah, 10,000 in a month. That's fantastic. I hope y'all heard yeah. that. I hope y'all heard yeah. that. Because again, yeah, half, this, mm -hmm, go ahead. Half dollars, um, see, if you are good and you value, you you love what you do and you ask God to increase your gift, he will increase your, your money too. So you start to come into your value. Okay, because mm -hmm. we don't know our worth at first. You, you do not know. Because nine times out of ten, somebody has to tell you that you are good for you to even believe it. So once I start to to notice the compliments and, oh, that looks nice, you know, it kind of gave me some confidence, you know. So, and I started to charge more, but it was still reasonable. You know, I never wanted to be a stylist that would uh, try to beat somebody in the head because I could. I would never do that. You see what I'm saying? So I wanted to be reasonable and affordable and good at the same time. You see what I'm saying? That's good. So once I start to do that, my uh my clientele grew because mm. you can book me on a consistent basis and that's how the 10k a month it'd be 8k a month uh yeah so uh i that's definitely can say that i made a hundred thousand dollars a year for sure did y'all hear that did y'all hear that <laughs> i'm so proud of you for real that's that's so inspiring real talk you know did that money no, nah, that's what's up though. I know I know hair braiders eat. You know, if I was still doing uh massage therapy in the direction that I wanted to go in, um, I already know, like, you know. What, missing. <laughs> I already know. I I already know. Like Do you know how many bodybuilders need stuff like that? You know it's a necessity. Like they need stuff like that before competitions. Mm. Mm. Well, you know, I'm in a place now, I'll say this. It's funny you said that, like, I, um, I'm still writing it down because I do take notes. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. in a place now where, you know, 
doing my coaching, you know, helping people write books and things of that nature, about to relaunch my own clothing brand. I'm get to a point where if I chose to do it, it would be for the extra money and because I enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? But this one of them things, though, like you said, like, we in a totally different time. Like, I be seeing stuff on Instagram, like, cats be, they be doing the most with the massage. You know, I'm married and I'm saved. So, (laughs) some of this stuff they be doing, like, but, you know, hey, when you're in the world, you can do stuff differently. But, hey, I ain't mad. I just say that it's it was one of those gifts. Like even though I learned it, I actually went to school. It was it was just natural. Like I felt like it was just a natural gift. Uh, so knowing that your gift will make room for you is is amazing. So I I think I got another question. Have you thought about teaching others to do that, or are you just really still at a place currently where you do it because it's good money and you enjoy it? Uh, what would you say you are in, in that, that journey? Um, I honestly believe that I do eventually want to start teaching it. I did have one class one year where I taught about nine students, and that was good money. For one day, one hour, nine kids, it was like an hour and a half, two hours for nine kids teaching them how to break. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was good. Um, but I guess it's just the timing. I'm, I'm sure God knows that that's one of my goals to do. Mm-hmm. If I can find a balance of still having my clientele because they've been with me for years and being able to mm-hmm. do hair and teach children, just finding, finding a balance, you know, somewhere. But that will be, if I ever was to stop braiding, I would definitely teach. Definitely teach. 100%. Because one thing I've learned in general is that the realistically the real money is in the education you know you can take a gift you can do it but the goal is to and again it's it's kind of one of those blends as i said where you know if i'm doing coaching and you know i do a four-figure investment to teach people the coaching process and i publish it for them and different things of that nature but then you know i can charge me like minimum $100, $125 for an hour massage, it would be because yeah. I enjoy doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if yeah. I get, you know, multiple clients coming in a month and doing webinars and doing different events to bring in, you know, all of this income, then there's really no need financially for me to take the time, energy, and effort to do it, you know, unless yeah. I just put a spin on it and say, hey, I'm only doing affluent clients 500 a watt you know because they they spend they got the money they gonna spend it oh he's phenomenal he comes to the house and all that then it's just like hey but taking your gift packaging it and positioning it because you're an authority you know what you've been doing you got the receipts and all that that's really where the money is um of course with the impact because you know me so i know personally and and i want to speak to this briefly I've gotten to a point in my growth where I won't allow the mindsets of people to control me when it comes to stuff like that. Like, I love God. I love people. Period. I've been serving people. I've been servicing. I've been doing ministry for many, many years. So if I speak on anything regarding money, that's because I got a family to feed. I got bills. I like to give. I'm a tither. I like blessing people. And I like nice things. So if I speak on that, those are the purposes. Because to me, 
it goes without saying that I want to be a blessing to people. For me, I don't know about Joe Blow. I don't know about sis over there. But it goes without right. saying that I'm going to serve people. I'm going to ensure that people are well taken care of. But I digress from that. Tell me about this physical transformation. When I met you, you know, you were the Shemiga that I knew it then. Which, I mean, when we, we we love it. We love each other for who we are. Not, oh, you know, you two this, you two that, and all this and that. So, you're a nice looking young lady anyway. But you had a lot more weight physically, which again, I didn't think, I didn't think none of it. It's like this to me. It is what it is. Like, I'm not judging you because of this and that, but what sparked in your mind and your heart for you to go on this mind-blowing transformation? Well, first and foremost, I'm going to start by saying, oh, I wish I had pictures. I, I wish we could. I wish we did have the pictures. To have, but don't worry, we're we, we going to meet again and it's going to be a completely different transformation. Mind blown. The next transformation is going to be one of the best ones. But, um, well, first, it comes from abuse, to be honest, mental mm. and physical abuse. It comes from low self esteem um, and not loving yourself and one, not, know who, not knowing who God is. To, to, because before I even transformed to become anything, I was in the world. So um, that I, that is where it all started. And when, you know, I started to look at myself in the mirror after being abused mentally and, you know, you look like this and you shape like this, that kind of, you know, it kind of, it hurts, but you knew it was time for a change. I knew what I looked like, even though I didn't like it. I didn't need somebody else telling me what I look like. So that's where it came from, being tormented, honestly. And um, I can't say that it was a good thing, but it it, it brought beauty to who I am today. So um, I'm wow. not um, happy for it, but I'm glad it happened. So uh, because I wouldn't be talking to you here today, you know. So I thank God for that. We are always in situations that we hate being in, but it's always a beautiful thing that's going to come out of that. And I'm happy about it. I'm happy about it. And as far as my physical transformation, my body-wise, it was a process. Like, one thing I understand now is God take us through processes. And I see why he don't tell us what's, you know, what we're going to go through because we ain't going to want to do it then. So... <laughs> So it, it definitely nope. <laughs> wasn't any <laughs> transformation as far as internally and then externally you saw the results. Mm, powerful, y'all. Powerful, powerful, powerful. So, I mean, we we both grown and we're both mature and you way past that. So <laughs> for the for the for the listeners, because although this would be, you know, on YouTube and stuff, for those that are hearing and not seeing. How much weight did you shed? How much physical weight did you shed? When I met you, you were like, what? And now you like, what? Yeah, hold on. We had to bring out the calculator on y'all. Yeah. Because I'm telling y'all, like, I know firsthand, like, you know, when I go back and edit, I might have to put a picture up, but... You're going to have to put a couple. I'm going to have to put the picture. Yes, Yeah, send me that. I'll go edit it. Yeah, we can do that. Because y'all got it. I'm talking about night and day east and it's west 
Like, I still can't believe I look like this today. Like, even, yeah. it, it's so crazy because it was lit, it's transformation happening. Another transformation is coming. Those first two was just the beginning of the transformation, I'm telling you, because he dealt with me, but he didn't, he gutted out some stuff this time. I'm talking about he, he got it good too. So, not only did he clean me out, he cleaned out the house. He said, not only am I going to change your appetite, but I'm going to change the kids' appetite because you are wow. a transformation and so are they. So it's going to be really, really good. I got to see you those pictures. But to answer your question, I was about 156. And I'm going to show you. You know, it's crazy because I got a YMCA picture. I went to go sign up for the Y for the kids. And she showed me the picture that she had for years ago. And boy, I couldn't even believe it. <laughs> like, who that is? Who that is? I said, who is that? Yeah, I was wow. 156. 176 was my biggest weight. That was my wow, wow moment of just, I cried. The day I took pictures, I, I just couldn't do it. I cried mm. and I cried and I cried. I said, this, I can't live like this. It just was awful. To me, it was the God, he, I'm 5'2". Yeah, so, so just to put that in perspective, yeah. 176, 5'2", I was short. And, you know, my family, genetics, you know, yeah. we we go wide. We mm. we go out. We don't go in. We go out. Very unproportional. Okay, so I lost about fifty to sixty pounds. Um, wow. um right today I'm sitting at about one twenty five. One twenty five today, wow. and this transformation been going on for about six years. Mm. Um, the process been going on for about six years. Wow, wow, wow. Y'all got to see it, man. First and foremost, I mean, you can hear it from 176 <laughs> to, I mean, 50 to 60 pounds is just like crazy. Like you don't, you don't think about it till it's gone. Because again, when, yes. when you live in life and you, you in your habitual state of being, you're eating, you're sleeping, you ain't working out, you're stress eating, emotional eating, trauma eating, smoking, drinking, sex and this and that. We just going through yes. what what we look yes. at is life until it's like boom conscious interrupt time to make a change okay boom you know and god allows that pressure to be placed on us to produce something totally different and um i'm totally in agreement with you on you know the reality of him you know not revealing everything you got to go through because That's at the true. end of the day we humans people i think a lot of people really don't realize like let's talk about jesus for a moment um people i don't think people really realize that he didn't have to die for us like he didn't <laughs> like he didn't have to do that like people don't look at it like okay that was his choice you understand what i'm saying and because he came down as a man he was subject to feel the pains of a man of a human being and there's a scripture that says he looked past the shame of the cross at us, you know. So when you when it comes to say, okay, I have a goal, I have a, a why. As you heard ET, I was talking about what's your why, and then you, they say if your why big enough, you can deal with any how. So it sounds like that you developed a new why in order to change. Um, I spoke to a woman not too long before the time of this podcast record, and she was telling me that. Guilt and shame, although those are not feelings that we want to feel, they can be great motivators. And I yes. was like, I asked her to explain it because for a moment, I just didn't make the connection. As soon as she started talking about it, I'm like, absolutely. 
when you feel enough guilt, when you feel enough shame around a situation, that becomes fire, fuel for you to say, you know what? Never again. You know what? Not no more. You know what? Let me break through. Whoever this is, I'm not happy with who this person is. And I yep. choose to no longer be this person. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's true. That is, I couldn't agree with you even more. So tell me about, as you begin to make this transformation, what, what led you to want to do actual bodybuilding and competition? Like, Well, a couple of years ago, this was before COVID, uh, the coach that I had, uh, when I started my cutting, like trying to lose weight um, process, he he said, you should do a show. And he, and I didn't know what a show was. I never seen a show. I never done it before, you know, and I agreed to it. Um, I didn't really even know much information about it. Mm -hmm. Then COVID hit and they shut all the gyms down. So I was mm -hmm. not able to do a show at all. So it kind of, I kind of slid it under the rug until, you know, like a year later, a year to six months later when, um, COVID kind of, you know, like it was at its peak, but it wasn't, mm -hmm. it was kind of posting a little bit. Um, I just entertained that idea, you know, and because it was there, I just couldn't pursue it, you know, at that time. So um, he kind of planted that idea and then I just went forward with it and it looked fun. You know, I didn't really know too much, but it was something I never done before, you know, losing weight, it kind of built my confidence up. So that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and fall through with that idea that was planted. Yes. Wow. Yeah. It's so... I think it's always, because again, that's not my world uh, specifically. Right. So it's, it's still kind of be weird, for lack of a better term, to see female. Because, you know, as men, we think of women, you know, soft. Even even when y'all a little tone, like, you know, soft body, something you can squeeze and all that type of stuff. But it's like, when y'all be up there, just cut, rip. You be like, bro, like, they strong as right. I don't know what, like... <laughs> But it's cool though. It's and it's admirable. It's admirable. But when you're going through those those trainings, and this is just like kind of random, but in the same sense of that, like how do y'all y'all train for strength or for aesthetics? Like do y'all get? I mean, clearly you get a little stronger, but I know bodybuilding for aesthetics is a little different than just like strength training. Or could you elaborate on that a little bit? Well, when you bodybuilding, you you putting on muscle. Okay, you're trying to put on muscle. You want to be as sliced with in full as possible. And um, what was big for me when it comes to bodybuilding is the discipline. It's the discipline, being able to restrict yourself from certain things. And this is why I, I know that God has his hands on everything and in everything. Because no matter what you're doing, you know, he is always going to give you information and knowledge or whatever you're doing, you know, that's going to help you for whatever it is you called to do. So the mm, discipline is, it, not everybody can be disciplined. Not everybody is called to be a bodybuilder, but it's some things within that field that you're going to need going forward, whether you stop bodybuilding or I stop bodybuilding or not, I'm going to need this discipline. I'm going to need to be able to stop this. I mean, it's so fasting, praying, um, restricting yourself from food, you know, so all that is mental. So God deals with the mind. He deals with the mind. So if you can transform your mind, if you can think different, if you can think positive, you can do anything. 
So he basically was showing me that most people don't, they say they can't because they don't want to. They really have the power to do it. They have the power to do whatever it is they want to do. But if you say, I can't do it and I don't want to do it, or you, you just plain out just lazy or whatever the case may do, it's because you choose in that path. Mm -hmm. He gives you everything. He gave you everything. Once I realized how, I said, this is, it's not that bad. <laughs> it it kind of, you know, brought peace. Like, okay, I can really be this. I never knew that I can do half the things that I do now, to be honest with you. Um, and it, it just amazes me how amazing he is to even give us the ability to do it. You see what I'm saying? So, Was it a painful, is, was it a painful <laughs> process when you began Cause clearly coming from, I mean, clearly you was, you know, getting your money, you would take care of your children and stuff like that. But clearly to go from that level of place where you were to that, how painful was it? Because again, I know I, I'm not as disciplined as I was, you know, with certain practices and stuff, but mm -hmm. I do have levels of discipline in my life. I did go to the military, so I do know what that is. Um, when I first came into the things of God, I lived a fasted life all the time. I used to be walking around so slim, so low body. <laughs> I mean, like for real, like long periods of fasting, like just all of that type of stuff. So I I know what it feels like. I've done 21 day fast, you know what I'm saying? Which I don't normally tell people. I ain't trying to brag or nothing, but like I've done, <laughs> I've done strenuous things of that nature. And it, I mean, I'm not going to play the game. It sucks. Like it ain't, if it's not a sacrifice, then there's no real reward from it. So although it can be done and although you can condition yourself to it, that don't mean it sucks nonetheless. Like people that take cold showers, you might feel like a million bucks when you finish, but a cold shower sucks. Cold plunge sucks. But you push past the pain of it for the benefit of it. So would you say that when you first started, like oh my god like what in the world was it painful was it how did you feel about beginning such disciplined living okay so let me break this down the first couple shows i did it was painful because not only did i i knew what discipline was i knew how to discipline but i was i was only doing it for specific reasons i wanted to look good you see what I'm saying? I wanted my body to look a specific way because of the trauma I've been through. Okay, so let's 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 understand that. It was for self-benefits, okay? Mm -hmm. This next transformation is not for self. This is for God to get the glory out of. Okay, so even though I transformed the first time, that's not that big of a deal to me because God won't in it. Yes, I did it. Yes, he had his hands on me, but I did not acknowledge him in the midst. You see what I'm saying? So, so yes, it was hard because I tried to do it without him. This transformation is not that hard because I'm doing it with him. And let me elaborate on that. When I say I'm doing it with him, I'm putting him first daily. So the way he does things, he does not rush into nothing. Those first transformation I did, I did it because I wanted to get back at other people that said I couldn't do it. It was all selfishness. It was all for self. It was all self-gratifying. So I, I don't even want to glorify that transformation. Mm -hmm. Yes, they were good to the human eye, okay? To the human eye or to, to people, yeah, that was amazing, but that wasn't amazing to me when God really gave me the revelation behind it, which I'm giving it to you. This next transformation, he is involved 100%. So 
it was hard. Um, one of my challenges that I had, and this is gonna be funny, like after I did like my first two shows, yeah, I was all happy or whatever. But I binged a so bad when it comes to like um I wasn't conditioned off of those foods. So after that show I did, I I you know stop eating all that stuff and I cut down abs everything did the show I placed like third and fourth um my first couple of shows and now when I tell you I binge ate I ate everything in sight my legs swelled up mm. um uh, I felt like I, I I my ankle swelled up so bad I could I had like the sodium from I was just, you can die like you when you come off a strict diet from just eating vegetables and fish for six, seven, 12 weeks, and then you go and straight binge eat on a, a 13, 1400 calorie um, burrito and all that other stuff, you literally shock your body. And it mm. swelled up so bad. Within like a week, I gained like 15 to 20 pounds. I felt terrible. Um, <clears throat> I just told myself I can never do that again. Uh, I, I was still, I couldn't stop eating. Like it was like a horrible experience. Um, and it, it took me a while to get back on track, on track. I gained like 20 pounds within like 14 days. So I can say that was probably the worst thing that I ever did until I, um, came to, I had to meet the Jesus. Okay. And I had to, he had to really help me to get back on track when it came to my third show which he did. So, uh, yes, it was painful. I can wow. say that first, that first portion was definitely painful. Okay. Cause let I me, won't do nothing. Let me <laughs> stop you there. That is very insightful. Like that's, that's crazy. Like, I mean, I, I understand it though. Um, because again, when you deprive yourself so hard and as you stated before, you're not working on the mindset and the internal, Nope. internal together then that's that's when that takes place it's like deprived 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 but it's like yep. it's building up it's building up it's like yep. yeah i'm holding on because you're you the human will is powerful so you exercise your will to discipline yourself but it's like yep. all right i met the goal you yep. just let it all out yeah <laughs> you eat everything moving so that's yep. powerful i really really appreciate you sharing that um yep. So you gained like 20 pounds in two in That's 14 days. Crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. It, it, I didn't, and it's, it's so, it's like, it's so crazy. I'm so glad that happened though. Like, because I, I could see the difference with you it. You had without. to feel it. So you had to experience it. I had it. to know what it was like doing mm -hmm. that. So I would never do it again. So I'm not upset about it. I'm so glad I'm past that now. You know, we can talk about it now that we're not in it. For but sure. going through it, it was hard. Like I never knew what a thousand milligrams of sodium was, and what fast food had all this food. What bread did to you? It just blew me right back up. So I, just, God made me start literally back at ground zero. It, wow. it didn't even matter. Nothing even matter. So He had to condition me from all that filth, all that stuff that I was doing to get me like that. And he had to say, look, we gonna start all over and this time I'm gonna be in the center of it. Therefore, this next transformation is gonna be a permanent one because you're not going back up and you ain't going back. So wow. let's go. Fantastic. <laughs> so let me transition a little bit. Um, it's kind of still on the same topic. Have you considered 
because I, I never seen that in your social media and we never talked about it, but are you training or have you thought about training or are you just focused on doing that for you and you just, you know, do hair and stuff like that? Have you thought about training ladies and helping ladies in that capacity? I think futuristically, yes, I, I definitely do. Because again, my transformation is not only physically, it's spiritually. And my mm -hmm. path is going to be for somebody else. We not doing nothing for ourselves. It's always going to be for somebody else, especially mm -hmm. if Christ is in the center of your heart. We are here to inspire and help other people. So I honestly think it's just more for me to learn and to finish or for him to continue to purge me before I can help somebody else. He got to clean me out first before I even can think about helping anybody else. So I think, yes, I will once he yeah. continues to give me the information and knowledge that I need to help somebody else because it's so crazy because I was in the middle of the, I was in the gym at three o'clock in the morning yeah, and I, I heard in my spirit, he said, you carry keys to unlock other people's prison. That's what he said to me. And it was clear. He said, you carry keys to unlock people's prison. And I said, wow, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't do nothing but break down. So I know he has a purpose and a plan for me. I do. I know for a fact it's, it's going to be to help other women and not just women, men too. So what? yes, he's the so tell me what's your clothing line about well my clothing line you want to can we talk about that we can talk about that okay let's go my clothing line is crowned by christ 100 crowned by christ we're gonna receive our crown from christ so that's my my braid and lsc to crown by christ braids but my um, clothing line is just crowned by Christ and it's all about inspiring and encouraging other people. It, it's going to be hoodies, shirts, and majority of them is going to be sayings because mm -hmm. this is what came to me. Everybody reads, everybody look around and read something. So for somebody to be in front of you and you mm -hmm. read their hoodie that said, don't let the weekend be your weekend. You already know what that means. You already know what that means. So I honestly believe I'm a walking inspiration to other people. And my line is mostly about encouraging people that don't like to talk. You can inspire somebody just by them reading something that you have on. Something that you have on can just really wake them up immediately. God can just use something that he gave to you for somebody else. You don't know what people are going through. You As soon as somebody walks past you, they can be thinking about committing suicide. And they read something that God then told you to put on a hoodie. And it can change their whole life. And I honestly believe that I'm a walking inspiration and someone that can encourage, uh, encourage other people. So that's what my line is mostly about is inspiring others. Inspiring and encouraging and knowing that somebody that I'm going to be somewhere that's, and they're going to read what I have on and it's going to save a life. To God be the glory. All the glory. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so when can people expect to possibly see that brand? I know that you did from my recollection you did put some pieces out there and I know sometimes that could be a journey but when do you expect people to, when do you expect to roll it out? Um, I would say the middle of next year, 2024 in, in July. I would say that. Cool. Yes. Yeah, I would look forward. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yes. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So 
I think this was a very impactful conversation. It's it's, <laughs> it's filled with I can I can see the light, I can see the glow, and uh, it's, it's fantastic. Go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you, especially for those that may listen in that's in Central Virginia area that would love to travel and get their hair done. You know what I'm saying? Just tell the people where they can find you. Drop your social media, drop your website, whatever you may have. Tell the people they can find you. You can find me on Facebook. You can just type my name in, Shamika Merrill. Also, you can find me on Instagram. It's I am underscore Shamika M. You, um, my braid page is uh, Braids by Mika. You can find me there. My logo is gold and white. It'll pop up. It's going to say Crown by Price Braids. Um, I also have a TikTok, um, Braids by Mika as well. You can also find me on TikTok. Wow, for sure. Check her out, y'all. <laughs> She but be I smoking them wigs. <laughs> yes. She be doing that hair. Yes. <laughs> Send me the pictures. So for y'all that's listening, uh, you can YouTube us, Resonate Into Riches Podcast. Uh, you'll be able to see the, the, the episode or clips from the episode. And yeah, you, you got to see it. You, you got to see it. It's like I'm looking at a different person every time I look at her. She's still, she's still Mika. She's a different, you know, we grow. So she has transformed with, without question. But, you know, to, to shed that much weight, to have the glow that she has, to have the, you know, the excitement, the energy, the spirit all over her. Hey, it's, it's the power of transformation. It can be done. That's one of the things I took away from this. It can be done. I know so many times people get in their minds. Uh, you know, you can't do that, or I can't do that, or that's impossible, or this, or it's sometimes it's just it's just not even in your paradigm. Like, you know, you haven't experienced it. You, nobody you know, you know, you look out on TV, you see, you know, so much falsehood and stuff. It can be hard to even fathom that stuff like this is real. But to have a physical transformation, an emotional, mental transformation, a spiritual transformation. This is she. This is a new person. So being and becoming a new person is a possibility if you want it, if you want it. So thank you for your time. I definitely mm-hmm. appreciate the interview. For all y'all listening, please go and follow her. Check out her stuff. Be on the lookout for the clothing brand and everything else that she'll be doing to uplift Christ. Thank you so much for having me. You know it. All right, everybody. Catch y'all on the next one.